Welcome to the Radiant Black Podcast. I'm Bash. You can find me at the Comic Chic on Twitter, and I'm joined by my co-host Radiant Matt and my friend Addy. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good, man. Excited to do a little impromptu look at the December solicits. We haven't done this quite yet, and if you guys like it, we'll keep doing it. I am excited too. December looks like it's going to be a pretty big month. A lot of cool stuff coming out. Yeah, we're trying something new today with the solicits, and I think this is going to be interesting because we've got, you know, like three different perspectives here. We've got uh, myself, and I've been reading, you know, a lot longer than these guys, so I guess you could say there's more of an experience perspective here, and then you've got Matt, who just started reading a few years ago, so he's got, you know, a little bit of an amateur developing on some sort of experience perspective going, and then we've got uh, Ali, who... You know, was reading for years and then took a pause and then uh, for a while and then now he's back into reading. So he's not up to date all with, the, uh, with all the continuity, but he's got a pretty good history and uh, background. So it'll be interesting to see what everyone thinks of uh, the December solicits from the different companies. Basically, Bash loves comics so much and we he just has to <laughs> spread that love. And we're just his disciples here trying to keep up in this uh, massive ocean of comics. And yeah, um, he just excited. gave a quick uh, Radium Black podcast tier list. <laughs> no, nah, I was uh, I was just trying to say we actually have like three different you know people are it's like the Thor God of Thunder when you have like Thor three different periods of his yeah, life yeah, yeah. like this is the situation we've got right here so anyway yeah so let's start with the image uh, solicits and obviously being the Radiant Black podcast we're we're gonna talk about Radiant Black have you guys seen those three awesome covers? Hell yeah, they look, I mean, it's radiant black covers. I can't keep saying that they're awesome forever. I'll, I'll have to point out when they start to suck because, like, they're so friggin' amazing, including that one in 25. I mean, my first thought, like, when I saw it, was like, God damn it, Matt's right. Like, it is the best, most consistent covers series comics right now. Did, I don't know if that sentence made sense, but, you know, make sense of it. Yeah, they don't we mess got around. it. No, they really don't. Like, every cover is just amazing. And, that one in twenty five, it kind of reminds me of that. Uh, I forget who did the variant, but it's that one in twenty five. It's like not one in twenty five, but it's that first variant where it's like super retro looking too. And it's one of the only uh, variants of number one I don't have, and it's it's nice. I love the throwback. Yeah, Mar- that's actually a Marcelo Costa exclusive variant. There we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep track of all. There's so many amazing artists doing these covers, but yeah, thanks uh, for catching me there. And yeah. I mean, Radiant Black, it, it, I don't know if Eisner gives it awards for, like, best, consi- most consistent covers of the year, but, like, they should start doing it. And, obviously, Radiant Black would win it for this year. I really should. Yeah. Yeah. yeah co- cover A by uh, Nathan's cousin, Dylan Burnett. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, awesome cover. You know, we've got some Radiant Pink action here. Very excited for that. Another cover B by Diego Greco. And uh, I love this cover, I got to say. I wasn't... The biggest fan of the first cover he did, and I believe he did uh, one of the variants for either cover and uh, issue number four or number five. So he did that purple cover. It was it was good. I, I thought it was great, but I love this cover. This uh, radiant pink just jumping out of a portal in Paris. She's got the uh, hat. She's got the selfie going on and everything. The color of the sky is beautiful. She's I'm gonna, gonna pick get up a royale with cheese. She's ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm grabbing one of those for sure. And then that yeah that retro 125 by. Uh, Gibson, I'm not sure, you know, they don't got a full name here, but uh, that looks incredible. I'm going to try to snatch that, obviously, too. Got some, like, Star Wars vibes almost. That's giving me Mega Man vibes, too. Oh, yeah, actually, no, that's a good one. Yeah, that's great. I'm excited to see Radiant Pink, too. Looks like she's going to play a bigger role, get to know her a little bit more. 
That'd be yeah, nice. We still have those two radiants to really flesh out, and we don't really know who the hell Glitch is either. So even with just yeah. like half of our little like Avenger squad, it's 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 a great narrative. So yeah, when I first saw that cover though, I was like, is that? I didn't see the Eiffel Tower. I was like, is that a is that a beret? Like, and I felt like, <laughs> oh, I'm such a sleuth, and yeah, obviously. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be uh, you know pretty amazing to see. What yeah, yeah, exactly. It's very cute. And uh, speaking of solicits, like let's read this one. Says few okay. Deep breaths, we made it out, maybe, just maybe, it's finally time for Marshall to relax. Or maybe there's a new super-powered asshole in town, and if Marshall can't handle them alone, maybe he could use some help from Radium Pink. Does that sound like a first appearance? Because it does to me. Yeah, unless they're just trying to bait out the uh, speculators. But yeah, it's looking definitely like a first appearance. And poor Marshall's not going to get any time to relax and go back to his school business, you know? So yeah, I think a first appearance is definitely in store. I mean, super-powered asshole. We've never had one of those in comics. We've, we might have had, like, some super-powered rabbits and some super-powered cows, <laughs> but never a super-powered asshole. I'm excited to see that one. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. So, yeah, that drops on my birthday, too, so I'll definitely be, I'll probably have some sca- oh, uh, spare coin to get there. Nice. So, yeah. Ooh, yeah, ooh. exactly. Maybe I'll gift you that, that Paris cover. <laughs> from, from France with love, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, Image has, like, a really good lineup this in December. Like, Image is just, it's they're my favorite publisher right now. Like, they've just been killing it. And that's before I got into, you know, the six sides, sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. Like, damn, they're killing it. But we'll talk about that later. But, yeah, the Radiant Black, damn. Like, I'm excited because there's a new issue next week. So, I'm, like, I've been waiting. So, we've been doing these impromptu in-between podcasts even more and more. So, I can't wait for issue eight and issue, uh, which one is it here? Issue 10 right no it's 11 yeah so presumably the solicitor refers to them exiting the black hole or existence or wherever they go so i guess that's a little bit spoilery so our apologies but you know these are solicits and that is a bit spoiler territory territory, yeah yeah anyways moving on that looks fantastic check it out radio black fans you know that it, it obviously looks amazing if you haven't seen that 125 that's a must for for me uh, mm-hmm. Ordinary Gods number six looking fantastic. We got uh, what looks like players converging on all sides in Brazil, and the realm of the gods are gonna be you know awakened and the end of the world might happen. So who knows? Another Diwali incentive. They haven't shown the cover yet. I'm honestly surprised they've got number six covers up this early, but uh, yeah. So Ordinary Gods, check it out. The the new issue, issue three, was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. And uh, there's a second print, actually, this week. Uh, this week being, we're well, September 17th today. So there's a second print on FOC. Check it out. Yeah, the pace in, in Ordinary Gods is even faster than Radiant Black, if possible, if that's possible. Like, it's it's really cool. Issue three, you know, they're not, they're not, uh, they're pulling out all the, all the stops and, I'm digging it. Like, if you like Radiant Black, definitely check it out. Because Kyle Higgins, he is on a roll right now. Yeah, I mean, people say, like, they said that the first few issues of Radiant Black were slow. They didn't have enough action. If you like action, Ordinary Gods is a shit ton of action. Action, mystery, espionage, reveals. Yeah, it's awesome so you know kyle higgins is playing with fire and uh also we've got uh, more solicits for primordial ah, cut that part out uh you don't want to edit but yeah you might have to cut that out but yeah uh here we go uh yeah primary uh, that's a hard title to say it's primordial uh number four uh solicits for that the first issue of that dropped this week and it's far out it kind of gave me like department of truth vibes and i'm really interested to see where that goes yeah i i, I really liked it because of the same reason you know it started to get really creepy 
I'm getting yeah, Department of Truth is vibes a good way to put it. So I'm definitely gonna, you know, it's Andrew Sorrentino and Jeff Lemire. Like that's like the dream team, you know. If you know, you know. Like Gideon Falls, I'm sure they've done several other things. They've done that. Uh, those Batman Black Label titles, I'm pretty sure, like, there's that Green Arrow run. You know, they have a history of working together, and everything they've done together has been uh, fantastic. So they almost, like, remind me of the Bendis Maliv of the old, you know, like that combination. So they're lethal, really good uh, comics. I, I'm going to have to continue giving Primordial, you know, You put a, a monkey in a spacesuit, I'll buy whatever you, they'll sell me. But yeah, And a dog, yeah, like two, but yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. You got your squirrel monkey, and there's the other kind of monkey. I forget the name, but yeah, it's it's cool. And issue one, I'm 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 already intrigued, and uh, I'll be getting two and three. And these covers for four are really nice as well. So I'm excited. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, for those Spawn fans out there, I'm not the biggest Spawn fan. Uh, I'm not the biggest Spawn fan personally. Wow, uh, but. I do respect Spawn. I think he's awesome. I think he's super cool. I've just never gotten into the comics, even though I have a, a little bit of them, not much. But uh, there looks like uh, a Spawn Scorched number one, which looks to be insane. They're talking about like an Avengers-esque ensemble of superheroes in Spawn's universe. And two of them are Spawn. It's like putting two Batman in the Justice League. Oh, no, no. There's like... Four spawns. I don't know. Like Gunslinger spawn, King spawn, Medieval spawn, and then it looks like she spawn. Not sure who that she is spawned, in the background. Right? down by the seashore. <laughs> like there's everyone. There. It's wild. No, that's cool. I'll definitely check it out. Like spawn. I mean, they had like um, I've read like maybe like four issues of spawn. I've read like one and like three seventeen or something. I read like the first one when they're starting to spin things off. And if you put a mech gorilla, I will give it multiple attempts. It's I re- you got to respect it, right? Spawn's one most like it's what he stands for. It's like going on your own and like you know he's he's like an icon of image. So you always got to you know admire the covers at least and uh, give it a read sometimes. Yeah, and it's funny because all these Spawn books that recently launched, like the new ongoing Spawn titles, like uh, King Spawn and Gunslinger Spawn, they're about to get one two hundred one uh, ratio incentives one to two hundred fifty. So Just nice. those. Yeah, those have been going for like six, seven hundred dollars or something. I don't even know like if that's accurate. They've been like a little bit volatile those prices, but uh, yeah, I've seen some people shell out the cash for them. I've even seen some stores offer them up for pre-order, like for insane amounts. I can't even believe that's happening. But I saw Todd McFarlane pull some strings and make it so that if you bought the first issue, it would get signed and he would give you some sort of certificate where you could send it to CGC and get a gold label. So. Or yellow label, sorry. So there you go. I mean, yeah. Spawn fans are rabid, man. Oh, and I take that back. My the Radiant Black drops on December, right? Yeah, all these books drop on December. Okay, yeah, I'm an idiot because I just saw October 21. So yeah, it's not my birthday. So yeah, I was wrong. So yeah, do not, uh, you know, not to date myself, but I was born in like 1976. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, that that Spawn cover, the um the one lower, I think it's like Spawn 325. It looks like. Uh, yeah, it's Spawn 325. He's, like, holding someone up. It looks like – you can see why it was in Mortal Kombat because it looks like he just did a fatality, and he kind of looks like, you know, he's almost <laughs> got the, like, the Scorpion Mask or something. He looks badass. Yeah, awesome stuff. And another title that we love talking about here on the podcast is Firepower number 18. Mm. So, first of all, continuing the streak of amazing artwork from Chris Somney, but it looks like we've got a corrupted Wei Lun on the cover, and, my God, he looks very, you know, sinister. 
Yeah, I don't know. there's no hope there. for these guys if if Waylon is lost <laughs> at this point. That's my opinion. I, I mean, Especially. they couldn't even do a basketball when he was like not, you know, mind controlled. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. They should just do a basketball tourney to see who ways to keep the the little uh, little sanctuary there. But yeah, obviously it's a definitely heavy foreshadowing, if not a spoiler, that like yeah, he's definitely getting corrupted. We saw him chomp the head off a snake, but eventually he's going to get got, and that is not good for our boy Owen and his uh, you know love triangle. Like, um, just a quick Invincible spoiler. This feels like the moment where um, Omni-Man kills everybody, kills the Guardians of the Globe, and we know he's dead. Like, it's going to be that big of a moment in Firepower. Yes. The the solicit says the unthinkable has happened. The world has changed for the Johnson family, for the Temple of the Flaming Fist, for the Scorched Earth Clan, for everyone on Earth. This will be a major turning point for the series. You have been warned. Kirkman Issuing, issuing out the warning early on. He's um, always dropping bombs. Yeah, you never I, know. I'm, I'm grabbing a, a copy or two of these because man, that looks. First of all, that cover is badass. I, I know, I know. People are like what firepower number eighteen. Who cares? Spec whatever. I don't care. I love this title. I'm buying this for myself. Awesome stuff. Yeah, and image just keeps rolling along. That ice cream man twenty eight. Oh my, F. like that looks so sick with the with like the mouth on the chest or whatever eating at the ice cream. Like, ah, oh, goddamn ice cream man is just amazing. Yeah, ice cream man, uh, you know, is one of those titles that I used to recommend to everyone who was like on the fence about reading comics in general because it was so unique. It was so like. I don't know. It's so artistic. You know what I mean? Artistic, not only in the like literal artistic sense, but in the liter in the liter- in the literature sense too. Like, I feel like uh, Maxwell Prince plays with a lot of like different devices. Do you know what I mean? He does. He takes a lot of risk with these issues. He explores a lot of things through perspectives that haven't been explored before. You know, we had that one pros, issue. Like Higgins does yeah. a lot as well. Like, yeah, we had that one issue where the guy was just falling down a building, man, the whole time. That was amazing. Yeah, it's not just for Venom. So it says the solicit here, the term comic book is an etymologically confusing one, as they, the comics, are most often not humorous, nor are they in the traditional sense books. That's literally the solicit, so that's a mindfuck right there. I'm going to – he sold me on that one, so I'm getting that for that reason. But, yeah, fantastic cover as well. This has been a great title. If you haven't checked out Ice Cream Man – and you're into, you know, horror or you're into, like, how, how would you even describe this? Because it's so surreal. It's, so... it's anthology horror, right? You get, like, classic monkey's paw storylines kind of similar to, like, the Silver Coin a little bit or at least early issues of the Silver Coin. So I, I love it. Like, I, I lent my buddy the first volume and he loved it. And I le- and I lent it to another friend and they're really digging it. And, like, my friend Kyle just, like, flipped through the pictures like, oh, whoa, there's a werewolf? I'm like, dude, actually read it, though. Like, you can't just look at the pictures. It's good shit. Like, it's, it's really good. So... Yeah, I'm I'm loving it, and uh, you know they did their quarantine special and stuff like that. Even stuff like that, like you don't see a quarantine special. You saw like the covers, so it's like it's just a really far out series. And I love the juxtaposition between like the happy-go-lucky ice cream and the sprinkles and stuff like that, and then like Nightmare World where people's lives unravel and fall apart. Did you get that uh, wraparound cover? That one was with gorgeous. all the people, with all yeah. the cast members. Yeah, yeah, I got at least one. It, I love it. It's even better in person. Like when you look at it, it's such a gorgeous cover. If you're a fan of Ice Cream Man and you haven't grabbed that cover that came out a few weeks ago, you have to grab that cover. It's gorgeous. Arguably the best cover in the entire series. Yeah, um, the, I think the best one might be that Action Comics one with the ice cream truck. Like that one's really sweet. But yeah, it's you're splitting hairs at this point because they're all really rad. Yeah, moving on. So 
Ice Cream Man's looking fantastic. Check that out. And then we've got, and this is at least our last recommendation as far as I know for Image Comics. You know, just based on our taste, of course. Nobody's mm. beholden to anything here. But, um, you know, yeah, we mentioned six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. They've actually got the first trade paperback coming out in December. Actually, January 12, 2022. So if you want to check that out, it covers the first six issues. And it says it goes for 17 bucks. Ooh, that's a bit steep for Image. But uh, I recommend the series. Fantastic. Costarks kills it. Chris Schweitzer. You know, the art really complements the writing style and adds to the mood. It's really it's really funny. It's kind of like gives me Rick and Morty vibes, but less sci-fi, more just like real, you know, slice of life, yeah. slice of life craziness. If yeah. you got the Skybound X books, you probably have a mini story so you can test it if you got one of those issues. I think it isn't in three where they have the one with him and the chimp fighting because that was fantastic. That sold me on it. So if you have one of those and you want to give it a taste, uh, definitely, uh, you know, read one of those, read that story and uh, see if you like it. Yeah, and then obviously we've got uh, we actually got we forgot a few recommendations. Department we scratched of Truth. that earlier. Oh no, Department of Truth is given, right? I don't think there's much spec there, but get check out Department of Truth, one of the most consistent, uh, awesome, creative indie titles out there right now. And you know James Tynan, he's an incredible writer. He's got all this going on, and his indies are something else. They really hit different. So Department we got the Mothman. I mean, come on. That's all you need is Mothman in this one. So come on. Yeah, but Stray Dogs, Dog Days, number one of two. So we've got a two-issue miniseries that is a spinoff of Stray Dogs, which is uh, you know a bunch of short stories from the pages of Stray Dogs. And apparently each stray is going to get their moment to shine with questions being answered and mysteries being solved. So... The covers look awesome. I'm really into that B cover, that horror movie variant. I'm going to try to grab a few of those. I think that one's going to be a good spec as well as just a good read. I'm, you know, I, I highly recommend Straight Dogs if you haven't checked that out already. The trade paperback came out like last week or a couple of weeks ago. Ali recently read Stray Dogs. He was skeptical at first, but yeah. And I'm really excited for this. It looks like they're going to be focusing on each specific dog like they'll give him his own or her own story you know so it'll be nice to get to know each puppy a little bit more yeah they've got a lot to live up to because they really set the bar high but i think they can take the landing they're on a roll because they wouldn't just do you know you got to have the idea to do it i don't think they're just trying to like cash in on it i think that obviously you know as you start writing these ideas for a potential backstory probably popped up in their heads right and it's like yeah and we saw a little bit uh, like a flash here or there of other other than Roxanne, you know, like their little backstories, how they got abducted or whatever. So, yeah, exactly. We'll learn it's, more. Yeah, it's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't played Trover, but, you know, I want to check that out. The comic looks cool. I mean, Justin Roiland's art is very distinct and you can always tell it's him. It very much looks like Pickle Rick in the, in the face there. But, yeah, that's that's going to be pretty sweet. My buddy played the game and he was like laughing his ass off. He was just sitting there just listening to the dialogue. So, like, you know, that's a game that's super well written. Yeah. Yeah, I have the first issue, but I haven't read it yet, so I'm excited to check that out. Um, the silver last coin. Thing, silver uh, coin, too. Yeah, Silver Coin's a good read. I mean, for the horror fans, Ice Cream, Ice Cream Man-esque books. Solid yeah. book, good writers, good artists. This is the, uh, I think, is uh, Rom V in this, running this one? Yeah, I think so. Well, Wait, no, is he cre- from creator of Michael Walsh and Ram V? I didn't know he created it. That's pretty sweet. So yeah, mm. definitely check it out. Silver Coin, like I feel like the the first two issues were my favorite, but 
I I'm, I'm I love anthology horror, so like definitely check that out. Give it a give it a whirl. Yeah, it says Joshua Williamson's writing this issue. That's pretty good. Josh Williamson's a good writer, so yeah, might be a good read. Um, last recommendation on my part from Image Comics is gonna be Noctera special. Um, so there's a Noctera special coming out, and it's a book of Blacktop Bill. Blacktop's Bill is pretty cool. He kind of reminds me of the Batman who laughs, but like mm-hmm. you know, less silly and edgy, and a little bit more serious and crazy. Uh, Noctera has been an awesome title. The, the, I'm not the biggest fan. Like I, I, I like variants. Don't get me wrong. When it's like one cover B and maybe an incentive, but when it's like f- three, four, like regular price covers, I feel like it's a lot. But you know, it's not for me, so it's okay. But uh, I am definitely interested in that, in that variant that's just all black with the teeth. <laughs> that one looks pretty cool. And yeah, Blacktop Bill has been pretty cool. If you haven't checked out Noctera, I highly recommend it. Scott Snyder's a great writer. He, you know, he does this. This is him doing his own thing with Tony Daniel. Seriously, some cool creator-owned stuff. And um, everyone that I've recommended to that's checked it out has enjoyed it so far. So yeah, I recommend it. Yeah, you got you got shadow creatures that are crossbreeding and a scarier creature. So you could have like a bear mixed with like a, a friggin' like hippo or something like that. Like as a shadow beast <laughs> running for your ass. Like literally the the possibilities are pretty endless here and uh it's really sweet. If you if you're a fan of trucking, there's a lot of trucking and uh you know, uh convoys and stuff as well as it's just I think the range really good and like the last issue really hit me and Blacktop Bill is a pretty badass villain and he's pretty intimidating because you don't like know Mad what the hell's Max, going on. It's like Mad Max kind of, but in yeah, the dark, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, it's pretty cool, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it for me from Image Comics. Anything else you guys wanted to mention? No, I think we covered it all. Yeah. Alrighty, let's move on to DC Comics. I know, I know, everyone hates DC Comics. I love DC, so we're going to talk about DC. I love Marvel too, I love Image, I love them all. But uh, there's some actually really cool stuff from DC, and we're going to go down the order of the solicits themselves. So I know that Ali hasn't read um, the Batman run, right? You haven't read uh, Batman. Mm, like before. the first few issues, so not much, maybe like four or five. I'm like six okay. months behind. Yeah, yeah. so for both of you, there's a new Batman writer, Joshua Williamson, great writer, you know, Flash, Infinite Frontier, um, plenty of other stuff. Is he doing Robin? Say. No. Um. No, he's he. Yeah, Robin. Yeah, he's doing Damien. Okay. Wayne, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I Robin like as well. Yeah, he's he's a good writer. So I'm glad he's doing Batman. Um, great artwork looks like we've got an art and cover by Jorge Molina and great variant by Matina, of course. So Matina, I know he's controversial, but I think this variant's pretty cool. And we got two two incentives, but um, I'm you know low key specking on this issue because I don't know everyone hates DC spec, but we've got a new villain that uh, Josh Smith's in. It's uh, Abyss, and you can see some pictures of Abyss on the uh, cover for Batman number 119. He looks like a pretty interesting villain. Kind of looks similar to uh, to what's his face um, with the two swords. Ghostmaker, oh, Ghostmaker, yeah. Yeah, yeah he kind of looks a little bit Ghostmaker-esque with claws, but I dig it. I dig it. Kind of cool vibes, you know, fresh perspective. I feel like I've I've enjoyed Tynan's run on uh, Batman. It's been all right, but I feel like towards the end, it's really been waning because he's been putting a lot more focus on his substack and his independence as, you know, someone would in this position. So I feel like the Batman's mm-hmm. been suffering a little for that. I'm uh, ready for some, you know, fresh perspective. 
I want to see like Cosmic Ghost Rider. I want to see a uh, Space Ghost Maker go coast to coast. I think that'd be pretty sweet. And uh, no, I love how if you like recommend an idea on a podcast, like it can never happen because of like legal reasons stuff. So like I'm just not gonna recommend or like come up with anything. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's exciting to see Jock doing Batman covers again. You know, Jock's a legendary. But 150, that's gonna be hard for people to get. Not everyone's gonna be down on getting you know paying paying the big bucks for the 150s. Yeah. Well, the cover A is pretty cool too. It's uh. It's an homage yeah. to McFarlane's Spider-Man cover. Yeah. They even got the old DC logo. They have the same, like, collector's item issue. Mm. Yeah. I might grab it just for that. Yeah. And, uh, oh, no, that's not, that's the 125. That's the, that's the 125. That's of No. That's, I'm, oh, I'm getting that one. That one, I feel, I feel like that's going to be a hot one. Like, that's going to be, like, a hot one because of what you just said, because of the fact that it's a, it's a, it's a yeah, it's homage to spider-man number one it looks sick too it's a really cool cover you know batman on a gargoyle is always sick we don't get enough of that to be honest so what the hell is this oh i I was gonna say are they doing doomsday clock again but no it's like the complete collection right absolute doomsday clock guys yeah but yeah batman versus abyss what do you guys think anyone excited for abyss looks okay you know checking it out Kind of looks like yeah, a yeah. When you when you stare into the abyss, it stares back into you. So like, no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it could be good. I I've been liking like the new string of um, of villains and stuff that uh, and characters in general that Tinian was making. So uh, let's see what uh, Williamson can do with some characters now that he's you know writing Batman. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, next up on the incentive. Uh, sorry, next up on the solicits. Batgirls number one. I'm personally over the moon about this title. I'm grabbing all the covers. Or maybe not all of them. I'm grabbing cover A. I'm grabbing the 150 for sure. I mm. I just I think they're all great. Look at that 125 by uh, Ryan Gonzalez. You can see the little bite wing doll on. Or is that actually bite wing? I can't tell if it's bite wing, but you can, I think it's bite wing. You can see bite wing sleeping next to them. Well, on is the she bed. a Batgirl? You know, yeah. technically. Yeah, my God. Uh, yeah, that's there's a, a little toy of uh, Nightwing right next to yeah. my beam. Yeah, that's that's bite wings. So I'm I'm getting that guy. That's a nice little ratio. I'm pretty sure this number one will be ordered heavy because people love Cass and Stephanie. This this is I'm just I've been waiting so long to see like Cass and Stephanie back in a book. I was hoping they'd get their own books, but this kind of somehow makes like this is even better because Batgirls being a concept sounds awesome. With yeah, the group Oracle. chat better be in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, and <laughs> they're mentored by Oracle. You know, we see reading the description that Oracle is gonna be you know in the background navigating this shit so that's even better i love i love that like it's actually the true three backgrounds and we see the uh the solicit for number two again you get that variant cover by hisham hapchi and it looks amazing really really cool i like the way cast is sitting there just having a sip of that cola very nonchalant you know poses and yeah. uh another amazing cover by ryan gonzalez or i don't know if it's that if it's ryan or ryan but uh I'm sorry, but either way, a lovely cover. I'm I'm a big fan. What do you what, are you guys gonna grab back, girls or? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably give it a go. Like um, I'm this year, I really started to like dig. Uh, I haven't read a lot of like Barbara stuff. Honestly, the first thing I probably read her and read of her was like Three Jokers and stuff like that. And so I, I'm really I loved her in uh, the Nightwing run, uh, Taylor's Nightwing run. So. She's uh, super enjoyable and she's uh, good. She plays a good role in uh, the Joker uh, series that's been going on. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a shot. I don't know too much about uh, Cass and Stephanie, so this could be a good uh, jumping on point. Yeah, 
pretty much the same here. Anything I'm like you said, I'm not a big fan of DC, but I love the Bat Family. So anything Bat Family included, I'm I'm into it. I mean, half the solicits are the Bat Family. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Um, I've also been really enjoying season three of Titans and the portrayal of Savannah Welch as Barbara Gordon. Seriously, been impressed with it. I like the whole like alternate universe take and everything. Pretty cool. If you haven't checked out Titans and you're a fan of the Teen Titans or DC, check it out. And now moving on, Detective Comics 1046. That looks cool. We're, we're continuing the Tamaki run. Dan Mora covers. Cool. You know, Batman stitched up with the bat symbol on his back cover. We're continuing the amazing streak of Mayho variants. And, uh, you know, I feel like he's not getting his due right now, Mayho. I feel like he's really getting overlooked, the variants he's doing. Amazing work. Very hyper-realistic, but very, very noir. Very, you know, it fits the Batman theme and the mm. universe. And I feel like one day... In a year, maybe two years, a few years, I don't know. But people are going to, you know, try to... They're gonna, these variants are going to be sought after because they're so cool, especially for fans of these artists. Yeah. I'm interested to see where Dark Knights of Steel go. Uh, Taylor has uh, really been doing some really great stuff. And yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll are we going to go through every DC book? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. No, no, no. We're just going to go through the, the ones that are worthy of talking about. But we got Detective right. Comics 1047. And why is Detective Comics 1047 worthy of talking about? But... There's a 150 cover by Simone de Mayo, and it has this blonde woman sitting on the cover. And who is this blonde woman? This blonde woman is actually the character who was the uh, love interest from the Batman Forever movie. So I forgot oh. her name. Yeah. So Jesus, better get out the credit card. Yeah. I, I, Deb, is, wait, is it? Deb Donovan? Oh no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> I feel like a plug here, but yeah, I I read about an article about it earlier, so that's pretty cool. You know, that's pretty cool. So this might be an interesting read. Moving on, yeah. uh, another good issue. Yeah, Dark Knights of Steel. Obviously, we got issue three here. Um, we can't really. I don't. I don't know what. This just looks like Game of Thrones DC. So I'm all in. Like I'm just. I've been sold since you know we saw the creative team like Tom Taylor, Yasmin Putri, and then. Game of Thrones, like DC, I'm all in. Give Taylor an alternate world of DC they can craft from his own, you know, like Injustice, like a lot of the pieces were set based on the video game, but like Deceased has been fantastic. So like, I'm really excited to see uh, what he does. Yeah. Moving on. Um, Batman 89, number five have, uh, so like fans, you know, everyone I'm pretty sure here has seen the Batman 89 movie. Have any of you guys checked out the Batman 89, number one? Um. Here's my confession here that will make all the listeners hate me. I've tried to watch Batman 89 like three times and I've got to like fall asleep. <laughs> like yeah. it's cool. But like once you've seen like the Dark Knight Rises and like other stuff, a lot of what Batman does in that movie is just like jump up on a roof and, and like flay like the wings up or whatever. Like whatever. Like I, I will uh, see, it was good it. for just, its just, time. Okay? We, just lost, we just lost a few <laughs> subscribers. For I'm sure. not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. Oh. I'm just saying I'm a pleb and I'm trying and I will one day I will like get a chair and like have my eyes like tied open or whatever taped open and i will watch it i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> i i'm a big fan but I, I i'm grabbing batman 89 number five number number six, five and six both have awesome covers we got that catwoman uh cover you know catwoman 89 cover style not like modern day it looks beautiful crawling into the window with all the cats and then you've got that awesome like weird batman number six I, like, I can't tell what it is exactly, but I like it. Yeah. You got the yeah. Wayne's Robin um, that never was. It's it's interesting times. 
Yeah, exactly. Like it just it just sounds like pure fuckery, but in a good way. So I'm all in. And you finally, Herbie Dent finally gets to be Two Face, right? Like with the face. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's worth it. And yeah. uh, did we skip over Swamp Thing, Green Hill? Oh no, no, that's later on. We're going in order. It's in alphabetical order, so don't worry. Okay. We're in the Bs and the Cs. But okay. uh, yeah, moving on. DC versus Vampires number three. So I'm gonna check out number one of DC versus Vampires because it is James Tynan and brave matthew rosenberg so that is a that's all i need to buy it (laughs) yeah so i'll check out number one we'll see how it goes but i might get the other issues on sale because you know like i feel like often these events get over purchased or overprinted and then they you see a lot of them in bundles at store so i might get issue one check that out and then get the rest he might have tiny onion studios but he's gonna need some tiny garlic to take out these vampires so i'm really interested (laughs) to see what happens here (laughs) Yeah, DC versus Batman, like, all of these alternate DC Universe stories are always interesting that, you know, they take a lot of risks. They, they DC is really good about not giving a shit about continuity. I'm pretty sure, like, DC stands for, like, discontinuity or something like that. So, yeah, <laughs> we're, 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 it's going to be awesome to delve into. Um, Deathstroke number four, Joshua Williamson tackling another title. So, I'm Damn. a big fan of Joshua Williamson. I'm, I'm a big fan of Deathstroke. I'm going to be buying this. Black Canary being... A main part of the book is just going to be the icing on top. Um, Deathstroke's fucking awesome. What about you guys? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, Deathstroke's badass. I mean, ever since I saw him team up with Yogi Bear, I thought he was dope. So whatever. <laughs> I love that. I love that issue, too. That's like my favorite Warner Brothers uh, Hanna-Barbera tie-in, at least. That was really sweet. So, yeah, Deathstroke's badass. I mean, he is a person that he is a character out there in Marvel that's like a constant parody of him. But he still remains like badass as hell. And, and his offspring are also badass. So, you know, it's it's in the blood. Uh, next up is I think one of the keys of the month maybe for DC so Future State Gotham number 8 if you're reading Future State Gotham and trust me when I say no one's reading Future State Gotham that shit isn't even inked it's like half completed artwork it's like I don't know it's like rough draft basically but it's not all bad some of the stories are good and stuff it just feels like it was rushed anyway Future State Gotham it's the the release timing of this book is weird you know to have a future state book come out after future state i'm not sure what they were thinking but there are some interesting things going on because this is the incontinuity future of dc and we do see punchline and harley fighting in the last issue and what punchline reveals to harley is that she's trying to do this for joker and harley tells her to get the fuck over herself because it's been years and she's saying they're not talking about that joker there's a new joker in town so there's a new Joker first appearance in this book. Mm, the Joker looks fucking weird. The low, like when you see the Joker, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck is this clown?" Literally, like it's a, <laughs> we- it is a weird looking Joker. Like seriously, it's a weird looking Joker. And I'm pretty sure everyone's gonna shit on this being dead spec, whatever. I'm pretty sure they're probably right. It's gonna probably be some sort of Joker's daughter scenario again. But it is Joker, and things associated with the Joker tend to heat up. I'm going to grab a few copies of this because I think it's cool. I've been enjoying the story a little bit with the Future State Gotham. I just don't like the format of the book in terms of how it's piecemealed into, like, different issues. And, like, we have, like, Future State number five, they talk about this. And then it doesn't, you know, resume until number eight because they, you know, continue the Mm. other story and stuff. It's all, like, a mess. It's kind of like... The Hawkeye Matt Fraction thing where they took pauses between the issues, different stories, but it's not done gracefully. So it's not as good, obviously. But uh, yeah, I, I'm i going to check that out for the new Joker. I recommend you guys check it out. At least grabbing it for one copy for the first appearance. I'll keep Joker. an eye on it. I'll keep an it eye never, on it. never hurts. 
But uh, yeah, moving on. Harley Quinn number 10, I think is going to be an interesting book because while it's not going to be a key or anything, it's, uh, you know, it says, you read the syllabus, it's like, you know, these really cheesy rom-coms are two unlikely lovebirds lean in for the same book and knock heads in the poetry section. Well, mm. nothing like that. It says Kevin will meet his new muse in the middle of Scarecrow attacking Gotham. So Kevin, the new side character of Harley Quinn, who some fans like, is going to get a girlfriend or something or maybe a boyfriend. I don't know. And we've got Harley and Ivy back together. And if you look, and I don't know about as a couple, but they're in the book together. And if you look at the variant by Derek Chu, it's a very beautiful variant. And I know there's a lot of fans out there of Harley and Ivy. So fans of Harley and Ivy who, you know, they're probably going to make a movie about these two one day because even Margot Robbie has expressed her interest in playing alongside an Ivy. So I think these are good pickups to get these really nice variants with Harley and Ivy on them for those fans of Harley and Ivy or even just people specking on that. I'm going to grab one just because I think it's a cool cover. But uh, yeah, so Harley fans and Ivy fans, check that out. And then, of course, Harley Quinn animated series Eat, Kill, Bang Tour or Eat, Bang, Kill Tour. If you're fans of the Harley Quinn animated series, you're going to probably like this comic. I read issue one. It captures the tone perfectly. The art's similar. It's awesome. If you guys haven't checked out, and these two plebs haven't checked out uh, the uh, show. If you haven't blame, checked out the Blame Stack show, TV. They have Adult Swim, <laughs> but they don't have that. Screw you. Screw, no, just kidding. But look, I, I've tried. I've looked for it. I've tried. But no, it, I, it looks funny from all the clips I've seen. Yeah. It's it's so good. You you would love it in particular. You would love yeah. it. Like, it's so good. It's so, like... Even for those of you who really don't like DC or whatever, just check it out. Trust me, it's so. They've good. got King Shark. They've got the it's Bane raunchy. boys from Dark Knight Rises. They've got Clayface. They've got they've got everyone. They've got everyone. They it's just amazing. don't have Batman uh, yeah. doing you oh. know what. No, they. Yeah, oh, no, that's right. not allowed. He just won't. Yeah, he just won't eat the pussy cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. Um, moving on. I am Batman number four. So we've got Jace Fox and his new Batman series. Not gonna talk about this one too much. This. The the cover for number four, A, eh, looks eerily similar to the cover for number three. It's, like, very similar. Same pose, same everything. It's kind of lazy, in my opinion. But uh, it's still a cool cover. It's just, like, no risk there. But, uh, yeah, have any of you guys been reading I Am Batman? Or? I haven't uh, checked it out yet, but I've heard it's good. So uh, I probably will if I'm doing some catch-up. Yeah, I mean, you never know. I feel like DC is trying to capture the hype of Miles with... Uh, I'm Batman and Jace, you know what I mean? It's very, like, art, art, artificial, super whatever, but... I still wish it was Luke, but I'll, I'll give yeah. it a Yeah, there's some goodness in that. I've been enjoying it. I'll pick it up. I'll give it, you know, the first 10 issues because I'm a Batman fan, but beyond that, I think... The Second Son was a bit of a mess, though. Goddamn. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Justice League Incarnate, number two. So something really interesting here. Joshua Williamson writing yet another book. I really hope he doesn't get, like... You know, writer's fatigue because I really like Josh Williamson and I think he's taking on a lot at DC right now. He's writing like half the freaking books. But uh, it says here, as Darkseid Quest leaves a buddy trail across the multiverse, the Justice League incarnate ventures to the dark world of horror known as Earth-13. They must enlist the aid of Super Demon and his League of Shadows against not only Darkseid, but also the evil power couple of Asmodel and Cheetah Queen. While on Earth-11, the Batman, who, the Batwoman who laughs begins her schemes. It looks like we're getting the first appearance of a Batwoman who laughs. I am going to grab two or three copies of this because you never know. I know that shit's been overplayed. I know we've got the, the you know, the Justice League I thought laughs. it was gone. I thought we yeah. were out of, out of Shazam the who laughs. I know, but you never know. Maybe they'll, they'll do a really good job. So I'll pick up one or two of these because you never know. 
And I feel like how many people are really going to be picking up Justice League Incarnate, right? Like, how many people are going to be yeah. picking up a multiverse Justice League? Not too many people. There's enough people out there that hate DC as it is. <laughs> so, yeah, moving on. Nightwing number 87. So, have yeah. you guys heard the buzz about this this issue? I have, and it was from you. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, but no, <laughs> I mean, Nightwing, the buzz hasn't stopped for it, but it looks like they're trying some really cool no, stuff. No, 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 but specifically, yeah, in this issue. Like, this is the one where they're going to do, like, well, like pages of straight action, just like no panels. Yeah, right? one continuous yeah, that's, that's image. That's what the solicitor says. Yeah. Yes. This, this issue is going to be one continuous image. So, I this gives me Hawkeye Matt Fraction vibes too because although they didn't try this specifically in that issue, they did play a lot with panel composition in that comic book. And I know I bring I'm bringing this comic a lot up a lot recently, but we did just get the Hawkeye trailer, and I just recently reread that run, and it's fantastic. So if you haven't checked it out, trust me, you'll be doing yourself a favor. And, um, you know, there's that one issue on the Hawkeye run where the whole issue is just dogs. Like, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just dogs, and it's amazing, it's hilarious, and there was a lot of risks there, but I think those just kind of paid off, especially with the way the the tone of the series was going. So, I think with Nightwing, this is a very cool concept, and I'm really looking forward to it, to be honest. It's it's definitely going to be interesting. I hope it's well done, because, like, you know how in, like, cinema or films, they, they do that, where it's, like, the whole thing is one shot? Yeah, Redondo like is an amazing artist. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the Nightwing run has been spectacular, and I'm really interested to see where it goes in the in the next arc of the story. And this seems pretty far out. The art's been unreal so far, and hey, if we're gonna take risks, they're they're playing they're they're, they're playing the cards right so far. So I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, there's an even amazing cover B by the very underrated Jamal Campbell, who sorry Jamal Campbell who uh we've got this just cute cover of nightwing passed out shirtless on the uh on the couch with bitewing just curled up in his arms and the light know, looks just, like the logo like the oh nightwing yeah. thing it's pretty sweet yeah. it's amazing the eskimo sticks sticks are just on the ground and and the cut co- you know you can still see the costume all like crinkled up there it's such a cool cover i'm i'm definitely gonna get one of those and then you've got a 125 design variant by redondo which I know it seems a bit excessive considering the issue before that has another 125 design variant that's also blue. But, you know, we don't get a lot of 125s uh, for Nightwing. So I'm a big Nightwing fan. I know I'm going to be trying to grab these incentives. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, moving on. Uh, we've got... We're, we're getting we're closing in the last few titles. Cause, and again, we're just talking about titles. We're like, I don't see any of the Super Sun titles that... Particularly been interesting to me. I Super Sun, uh, Superman, Son of Kal El, number six. I know I've been grabbing the Superman title. I highly recommend this Superman title. It is Tom Taylor. It's a Superman's son, John Kent. He's become Superman, like the Superman. He so, went through super puberty. He's way bigger yeah. than he was like last year. And yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's cool. He went through discontinuity of DC, of course, because that's what happens, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's older now, but uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, check out you know tom taylor fans check it out it's it's been pretty solid superman fans won't be disappointed either task force z number three so you know we've gotten suicide squad several iterations of suicide squad before but in this task force they're taking all these dead villains and somehow resurrecting them and using them to be a task force i mean that sounds pretty cool to me so i'm gonna check out the first two issues or so of the series and that'll determine whether i get this one what do you guys think it's pretty cool looks like that shot's back Red Hood's back. Uh, yeah, Bane's there. Red yeah. Hood's leading the team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's awesome. for a zombie. It's like a good set of characters. Make yeah. it happen. 
Teen Titans Academy number 10. I feel like this is one of the most low-printed titles of DC because no one's reading this. I, I love this title. I think this is so underrated. I honestly think it's as good as Strange Academy, but in different ways. I know some people hate it because of the lack of focus and stuff. I agree with a lot of the criticisms, but I still think that there's a lot of richness in the in the few pages where the characters do occur and there's interaction and everything. There's just so much going on. It's an awesome title. So many cool characters. We recently got the reveal that Dane is Nevermore. Uh, he, Dane Constantine, basically. He's just like some genetic clone or some sort of offspring of John Constantine. It's been so cool. Like, we've been exploring all these other areas of the DC universe. And uh, we've got, you know, the other cool characters like Stitch. We've got Tubi. We've got, um, obviously, Red X. Beast Borg, I'm waiting for that to yeah. actually go down. Oh, yeah, Beast Borg. I just talked about one of the younger ones. But, yeah, check out Teen Titans Academy. And um, anything else you guys want to mention from DC? I know Joker number 10 and 11 have mm. some cool punchline covers. but uh, The layout on Games Radar is pretty wonky because, like, Swamp Thing's at the top and then it's at the bottom of the page. It's it's a mess. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, yeah. yeah Swamp this, Thing this... number 10, that's the last issue, eh? Jesus. Uh, I hope Ram V keeps doing what he's doing, though, because I love this Future State stuff, and his Swamp Thing has been really sweet. I'm a big Swamp Thing guy, and it's been awesome. And then there's the Hell one, too. Green Hell or whatever, too, at the top of the page. Yeah, I'm. Uh, that's the Black Label Swamp Thing book. I'm definitely grabbing Swamp Thing number 10. That Swamp Thing Ram V run has been amazing. Just an amazing team all around. They got really good chemistry going. That's one of those titles that I would always recommend people check out, but I feel like nobody would read a Swamp Thing book because, like, people are always so, you know, prejudiced towards Swamp Thing. They're just like, oh, like, a, a plant guy? Like, who would want to read about that? And I'm just like, trust me, like, it's art. Like, Swamp Thing is one of those characters that, trust me, when, when people take him on, it's only because they know they can write him well most of the time. We've only got, like, the best writers writing in the last few years. We've got Scott Snyder, Ron V, you got... You know, Alan Moore taking on that extended run earlier many years ago. He just he has an amazing rich history and he's a character where the the themes and stories that are explored are completely different than the other heroes in DC and under and just comic books in general. Give me the green label Swamp Thing books that I can hand around on Earth Day as well. Like, come on. No, but yeah, Swamp Thing, you know, it's the character. It's like it shows like mankind can only really truly like care about the environment if he was part plant or at least worms that thought he was was, was a plant man. And it's fantastic. I mean, obviously, Alan Moore's run is like, you know, top of the pinnacle and most people's opinion. But like, well, I don't know most people's opinion, but like, yeah, that is like the iconic run. And Ron V has been amazing with this stuff. So I hope that this isn't the last we see of his take on the character. But if it is, I'm sure it's going to end with a bang. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Anything else you guys want to bring up from DC personally? That was my last recommendation. Anything you guys see? No, no, pretty good. All right. Moving on and saving the best for last is Marvel comics for the December solicitations. So we've got a lot of exciting stuff happening in December, starting with Devil's Reign, the event that comes out of the magnificent, spectacular, all the Spider-Man adjectives run of the Daredevil Zdarsky run uh, with the Chichetto. And I I can't remember who the artist, the other artist was, was a Fornes for a while. But yeah, amazing Daredevil run. It's been fantastic. I know there's so many people who've been ranting about how good that run is, about how incredible it is, and they're right. I I I had I had the issues for a while because I've been finding them in bundles, and then I didn't even read them until recently, and I was like, damn, this is probably the best Marvel book. Like honestly, there's no other Marvel book better. And 
I know nobody really would know because not a lot of people read Daredevil and that's okay, but uh, I, I'm not even a fan of Daredevil. I just checked it out because so many people were raving about it. So, yeah, it's it's a great run. It really is. I highly recommend reading it, but I'm going to be checking out Devil's Reign uh, because of that. What about you guys? You sold me on it. I mean, I didn't know about it, honestly, until now. And uh, I do hear that, you know, there's a lot of good Daredevil stuff out there. So I'm probably going to have to hop on the bandwagon pretty soon. So, yeah, I'll give this a go. I mean, it's a Marvel-wide event now, right? There's like yeah, yeah. Cover, there's there's everyone involved. He's he's even getting like it says here, uh, what does it say? The story that's been building for years is here. Wilson Fisk went from kingpin to the mayor of the biggest city in America and is going to bring his full criminal and political power to bear on the superheroes we call NYC home. The man who once destroyed Devil has a sight set on the Fantastic Four, Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and more. And since it's Fisk, once he takes them all down, you know he's going to sign it. Crossbones, Taskmaster, Typhoid Mary, Shocker, Whiplash, Rhino, Craven. Fisk has an army of supervillains at his command, and this is just the opening salvo. For years, Fisk has waited for his time to strike, and you won't believe the aces he's got up his sleeves. Dude, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to check that out. Like, I'm sorry. That sold me. It's happening. Yeah, I mean, Fisk sure. is one of my, like, Kingpin in general is one of my favorite villains, or, like, New York City villains. So his rise yeah. to power, and then now everything's culminating with this big climax. Yeah, he's definitely one of the best villains in Marvel. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm gonna check out at least the first two issues of Devil's Reign. It just it just looks awesome. And Chip Zdarsky is a good writer. He's he's everything I've re- ever read from his writing has been really good. So yeah, um, Timeless by Jed McKay, Halifax's very mm. own. And uh, yeah, Jed, we love Jed here. We love Jed so much. And Jed can't get uh, enough. Uh, yeah, I, I exactly. We just we Jed can't get enough. And um, I I can't. Like, honestly, I'm enjoying everything he writes. Like, there's some stuff that I started picking up just because he's writing it, because I'm a fan, like Black Cat, for example. And I really, really enjoyed the Black Cat run. Like, seriously, like, I got all my books signed by him. And I was just, like, I was just talking to him about how much, like, I've enjoyed his Black Cat run. And it's been splendid. And it's ending soon with that giant-sized Black Cat issue. So check it out. She's, like, stealing the Infinity Gems or whatever. Shit's getting crazy. The he's Moon been, Knight's been sweet, yeah. too. Oh, Moon Knight's Moon Knight's amazing. Everyone that I've recommended Moon Knight to has fallen in love with it. Moon Knight's Moon Knight's blowing up. Moon Knight's like that hero that I see so much buzz around, both from the show, like from people getting excited about the show, and from the comics right now and old comics. So Moon Knight's been getting a lot of buzz and deservedly. He's he's such a freaking cool superhero. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, ti- Timeless by Jed McKay, where. Uh, says how do you win a war against time it's a special year-ending adventure that gives potence to as to what is to come in the marvel universe over the next 12 months it's basically another one of those issues where they charge you six bucks it's like a huge issue and they show you what's going to happen they tease what's going to happen is it going to be a one shot yes it's going to be a one shot where basically they're going to show you like two to four pages from all the superheroes in marvel and tease you what's going to happen in their titles so yeah i'm going to pick one up just because it's jed and there's an amazing Kang cover, uh, Kang cover A with Kale New doing the cover, and my God, that's a gorgeous cover. I'm grabbing that, the one where he's just holding his gun and yeah, his hand has dope. like those energy beams. Yeah, like that. Damn, that's a beautiful cover. Uh, I'm grabbing one of these. Just you know, I'm, I'm always excited to see what uh, they tease for the rest of the year. And Jed, Jed's a good writer, so I'm excited to see how he's going to structure this and uh, what his role in all this is. And maybe as he's writing even more things moving forward. But uh, yeah. I think he is. I think he's showing Marvel that he's really got what it takes, and I think he's only going to like move up the ladder and you know. I mean, they gave him Moon Knight, right? That's what and I like, mean. Yeah, like Moon Knight's a like I know and Kang. people can see. 
Hey, Kang right now for this issue, yeah, but I think these I think after Black Cat, like, because we just brought up the fact that the Black Cat's ending, I think they're going to give him something else. Like, I, we know it's not ASM because we already have the writers on ASM, but who knows? Maybe he's going to write like a new volume of, of one of the heroes that, you know, we haven't gotten a book from in a, in a minute. So, you don't know. I don't know. I'm excited to see what he does, though. Yeah. But, uh, Avengers Forever number one by Jason Aaron. So it says an all new series starring the Avengers, the multiverse, basically Justice League Incarnate from Marvel, like, you know, <laughs> and, and uh, on a quest for cosmic vengeance, Ghost Rider finds himself roaring through the wasteland on a ruined earth where the great age of heroes never came to be, where hope is a four letter word and where his only ally in the coming battle against the greatest villains any universe has ever seen is the world's most wanted archaeologist, Tony Stark, the invincible Ant-Man. What? Spinning out of the cataclysmic event of Avengers 750 and operating in lockstep with the Prime Avengers series, the next great Avengers saga begins here as the mightiest heroes of every Earth begin to assemble. I'm going to buy issue number one of this just to check it out. But, so like we're uh, just reading that kind of hurts my brain a little bit. Yeah, it's just just see Incarnate, but Marvel. I'm going to buy number one just to see what the amalgam, or sorry, not amalgam, the mashup characters are going to do, you know, because they're going to do some super shit like that. But, uh, yeah, that sounds exciting. And then um, Amazing Spider-Man. We've got some Dot Beyond extended issues, but uh, Amazing Spider-Man 81, 82. I mean, I'm going to be picking up these Amazing Spider-Man issues. I'm going to give the new ASM issue, like, five issues. So I'll pick up 75 to 80, but I'm also going to pick up 81 and 82 because they look cool. I mean, we've got a cover where Miles and Peter look like they're about to fight for whatever reason. It says it's new Spider-Man versus newest Spider-Man. So I want to see that happen. That might and, actually be uh, Ben then. Oh, that's oh yeah, that is Ben. Yeah, that might be Ben so, Riley. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna see Ben take on Miles, and I want to see that going on. I want to see that go on. So, and then eighty two, we've just got some cool covers going on, and uh, it's just it's just exciting to see a fresh new team on Amazing Spider Man, and I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Ali, you want to call the next one? I know you've been excited for that title, Big Green Guy. Oh my god, the Hulk. I mean, you know how much I love Ryan Otley, so I can't wait. I've had that on my pull list for a long time. I can't wait for number one to actually come out. I hear there's gonna be a lot of smashing and you know, we can't we can't talk Wait, there's gonna be a lot Donny of smashing Cakes. in Hulk? I didn't know that. <laughs> Must be a new thing they're trying out to really to change yeah. up the character. No, that's pretty sweet though. Yeah, Otley Hulk, uh really intrigued. Written by yeah. Cates too, Donnie Cates, so mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I'm super excited for that. I'm definitely like going to be grabbing the, that. For number two, cover B is giving me like Kingpin vibes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, and guys, we, we all talk about, we're talking about a little bit spec on this episode. And what's better spec than, okay, I'm just kidding. But Donnie Kate's stuff, as much as people like to shit on him and his spec or he and him being, you know, unable to, you know, whatever, people always give him shit for whatever reason. He's a good writer. People like his books and his books sell. His books often heat up, so I'm willing to bet there are going to be some issues of this Hulk run that are going to heat up. So be on the lookout for those older Hulk issues from the Incredible Hulk series that you know might have connections to the newer story. And uh, be on the be on the lookout for the solicits of the new issues because you never know which ones might have some spec value. You know, this is Donny Cates mm. after all. So yeah, I don't. Uh, read much Conan either, and that Conan cover is so much like the Hulk and the Venom covers. Uh, oh, it's the same artist. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a, becoming a new trend for sure. Yeah, the, the the collage covers for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of King Conan, like get that collage 
cover. It looks beautiful. If they made a Conan O'Brien cover, I would get it. But until <laughs> yes, on. for sure. Yeah, Listen with Andy Richter idea. as a sidekick, yeah. <laughs> so moving on, another thing I'm pretty sure all of us are excited for is the new Venom series. And speaking of that, we've got a Venom number three with Rom V writing and Brian Hitch artist. And I'm pretty sure Al Ewing might be co-writing. It doesn't have his name here, but um, you know that w- those were the you know that was what was stated early on. So are you are any of you guys picking this up? I know I'm definitely going to pick up the first at least three issues of the series. Yeah, for sure. Gotta keep. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm really going. excited. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. Like this, this the um, the synopsis about how uh, it, they say that uh, Brock is coming to uh, as everything Dylan Brock has come to know and, and love unravels around him. He's beginning to realize the terrible truth: the Venom symbiote is not a harmless pet, no matter how much it pretends to be one. So, like, let's put some teeth back on that symbiote. I'm cool yeah. with that. Yeah, and I Dylan, like, that's a whole other thing. You gotta deal with being Venom. Like, he's still super young, and you know, he's got. You know, he's not he's got the chains. He's you know, <laughs> the chains are cool. I do like the chains and it's obviously like a spawn homage and stuff like that. But, yeah, I'm really excited to see uh, Dylan as the new Venom. Yeah, I mean, uh, hold on to those Venom nines and Venom sevens. You never know what might happen <laughs> with the, with Dylan. He's he's a cool character. And um, I'm, 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 I'm beginning to wonder if he has some unique powers when he fuses with the symbiote. Maybe he has a different. You know, with the chains, maybe were just one one thing. It's you know, maybe there's more things he can do differently than Eddie. When he's and he's hosting. inheriting, he's inheriting more than just the symbiote. It's the reputation too, right? Where everyone's going for Eddie Brock and stuff like that. It's like, oh, I'm just Dylan, chill. I got the chains. I'm a totally different. I mean, he's my dad, and like I, I'm related to him and stuff like that. But you know, so he's gonna have to deal with that as well, which I think uh, that's been uh, done in the past. But uh, it could be a cool element. Yeah, and next we've got Miss Marvel Beyond the Limit number one. And I know, I know most people don't like Miss Marvel for whatever reason, but uh, I'm a fan and I'm going to be picking this one up. It's uh, issue number one of a five issue miniseries. And that Momoko cover is pretty damn sweet, in my opinion. It's like one of those few covers where they got her in that fist position where she's going to come punch you in the face, but it doesn't look like egregious or silly. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all into it. And. I think this is going to be a great uh, miniseries. It just looks like it's going to be a ton of fun. Hopefully it will be. Uh, I'll check out issue one and move from there. Yeah, Peach uh, usually knocks it out of the park, and I do like that cover quite a bit. Yeah, really cool. Love how the colors pop and just the dynamic nature of the the pose really just works Mm. really well. Um, Captain America Iron Man number 205. So... I don't know what the story is about, and I'm not particularly interested in this comic because I'm not a very big fan of Captain America or Iron Man. I enjoy them in the movies, but mm-hmm. I, like, I'm not very invested in their comic books. But I do got to say that the Alex Ross covers for this miniseries are absolutely incredible, like genuinely like amazing. So if you're a fan of Alex Ross, if you're a fan of these heroes, or if you're a fan of just great Marvel covers, definitely check out this miniseries. The covers are off the charts. Yeah, Ross, Ross is always putting fire out there, so those are always worth it for the cover alone. Yeah, and uh, Hawkeye Kate Bishop, number two of five. So I'm a big fan of Hawkeye Kate Bishop. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Clint. I think he's all right. I enjoy him, but I love Kate. She's one of my absolute favorite Marvel characters. Especially I, the new newer ones, right? Yeah. What do you mean? Especially, well, she's not like new, new, but like young. I mean, 
17 years or whatever like 15 16 years still technically kind of like new especially like uh, you know compared to like the long history of marvel so like like the new generation i guess yeah because she's only she's she's only ever had like one volume of her own title and it's only 16 issues right or 15 16 issues yeah like that yeah so it's not like she's had like an extensive history yet but yeah i guess i get everything but yeah one of the newer characters and i really enjoy her i think she's amazing i'm very excited very delighted with the casting of Haley Seinfeld, I saw the trailer and I was giddy like a little kid. And I, I've watched the trailer at least 10, 15 times. I'm so excited for the show. Having, you know, seen it off the heels of reading the Matt Fraction run, I can't even you know begin to express how excited I am. That, that Matt Fraction run is a gem in modern like comic book runs. It really is such a good I'm excited run. to see it in the show. Yeah. I hope they adapt yeah. it pretty well. Yeah, I mean, the trailer just had all of its DNA all over, so I, I really think it's going to be great. But this Hawkeye series, uh, Kate Bishop series, is exciting because it's another Kate Bishop title. We've only had the one, uh, the, the one with her. I know that the all-new Hawkeye titles had her in it, but this is the only the second title with her as you know her solo series, not her co-starring with Clint Barton. And uh, we've got a cover, variant cover, by Stephanie Hans. Now, I'm not entirely sure if that's going to be an incentive or an open order variant cover, but Stephanie Hans has had some pretty nice variants. She's a really good artist in general. She has really good variants of a lot of the Young Avengers and uh, in their respective books and in the Young Avengers titles. We've got that one rare book. And, you know, she's just an awesome artist. So I think that one's going to be worth keeping an eye out for. I, mean, I know I'm going to pick up a cover a and probably a copy of cover b so yeah um moving on we've got this whole wastelanders event that's alternate universe um looks like we're going to be getting the first appearance of old man hawkeye uh, sorry old man black old woman black widow old man punisher and we're going to get the return of old man hawkeye and old man wolverine so for those fans of old man you know titles and all that the wasteland universe oh there's even a doom title check this out i might check out the doom title maybe but i'm not genuinely i i think this stuff's all right not the biggest fan but i, I do enjoy it like it is pretty cool i like the old woman hawkeye stuff poor old awesome. man quill didn't get the invite i guess yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, glance, the punisher really looks like um star lord to be honest too yeah the oh, gun the it's gun Star-Lord. Yeah. it is star lord it is star lord i'm an idiot yeah, he's okay. wearing he's got the punisher yeah, yeah, shirt yeah. though no i think it's star lord I, I don't know i can't tell anyway yeah. it's one of them but okay um, geez my joke oh it is, is no, no, no no it's star lord oh, it, is Star-Lord. it says, yeah, it actually it says is wastelander star lord and he's in the rocket raccoon yeah. is there too yeah. yeah so that might be worth checking out for those of you who are into the old man series i might check one off out in the peripheral but not to invest into that many series um next we got some tie-ins dark world spider-man dark world omega i'm not gonna be getting the tie-ins like dark world spider-man i am gonna be checking out i did get the dark world alpha and if the alpha is any good because chris uh steve orlando is a good writer uh sean Torme is a good artist and kathan and all that kind of realm of the marvel universe interests me so to see like doctor strange and all those characters get together like black bolt blade wasp like blade's awesome iron man and Doctor Doom and everyone get together to, you know, fuck shit up in the uh, mystic side of the Marvel Universe. I'm excited to see that. So hopefully if the Alpha is good, I'll check out the Omega. And uh, anyone else interested in the Darkhold? Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to spend like like $400 if I want to read all these books from <laughs> just Marvel there this, this, in December. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I might uh, check it out when it's collected. Yeah, yeah same. 
yeah. give it a give it a shot anyways we've got some death of doctor strange tie-ins i'm not going to be getting the death of doctor strange tie-ins but i'm 100 going to be getting the death of doctor strange uh, miniseries we got jed mckay writing it our very own Sweet. uh we've got some awesome uh covers and some from kari andrews even and we know he does some super awesome covers we, like we don't even know who's we know we know that this first appearance of those like three mothers or whatever in issue number three so those are the three new villains the marvel universe they look super cool super creepy like some dark souls kind of looking shit i don't know if you guys have seen them but check them out if you haven't and we don't even know who's going to replace doctor strange yet i've heard a lot of people see like think it's going to be magic what do you guys think sounds good to me i like magic magic brother voodoo i think is another good uh Good choice. Voodoo's pretty uh, sweet. He's cool. I think he'd yeah. be a logical choice. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder who else. But yeah, I think those two are pretty good candidates. I think it's going to be um, Agatha all along or whatever. I, know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. No, but it would be. I, I, I think I, the timing's weird. No, like killing Doctor Strange right before he's about to be in like Spider-Man and, and then in his own movie. That is yeah. a strange timing. He's I don't know. My, my, my like... Uh, conspiracy theory is that they're gonna somehow connect it to the movie and try to like connect the more mcu with the comic universe somehow some way but yeah I'm, you could I'm, this is like I've, full tin um what is it tinfoil hat or whatever yeah there's a lot of rumors i heard a rumor that the spider-man from the ps4 and ps5 games is going to show up in uh, in a cameo or like a small role in uh, into the spider-verse 2 so that'd be pretty dope yeah. that'd be cool way to tie them all together and you know sony loves to market their products and you know yeah. so yeah could be interesting yeah and um moving on we enter the x titles i'm not personally reading any of the x titles anymore i'm i'm personally just not the biggest fan of x-men like i enjoy them i think they're awesome i like the old x-men stuff i have a lot of the bronze stuff um and enjoy some of the copper stuff too but the modern stuff has been okay i really enjoyed hawks box but after that you know it kind of waned for me i recently read some of the wolverine issues with solemn and really enjoyed that i like solemn a lot i think he's pretty cool um Fox Pox sounds like the next pandemic i don't know i'm worried about <laughs> that but yeah <laughs> yeah x-men number six sounds interesting maybe there's a new character he, he or she looks pretty silly but the it looks interesting there's just like a cover of them taking a picture of this krakoa looking person it says whatever happened to captain krakoa there's a new hero on the x-men who is he why is he here and it's why Red does X. cyclops not want him on the team <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna check that out just because uh gary duggan i heard is a good writer pepe Larraz is an amazing artist i could just have all comics be drawn by pepe Larraz and i'd read them all um so i'm gonna check out x-men uh the x-men title the main title i'll check out the first five issues i'll pick them up when they're on sale or something but uh beyond that i'm not reading anything i'll check out wolverine 19 if solemn's in it otherwise skip but uh any of you guys checking out any of the x titles not really no no um i i was kind of out uh on like the first like after hawk's box i was kind of out when they're like wolverine hooking up with like cyclops and gene like i don't know was, uh, i just don't feel like wolverine's doing that i feel like he'd rather just not have gene if he has to be in like a thruple personally <laughs> but yeah uh, you know i i think it's a lot of good work goes into the series and i think hickman's done an amazing job and like i i don't know like that might that's not specifically why but yeah i might go back and read it but i i don't know that kind of wasn't i'm not a huge fan of that yeah fair enough and uh moving on we've got miles morales spider-man number 33 really cool cover with uh 
Yep, with Glurp and Miles on the cover, standing on a Beyond Corp symbol. You know, I don't, I can't really tell. Maybe it's like the top of the building. It looks awesome. I've really been enjoying this Miles Morales run. I have almost the entire run. Probably, I think I do have the entire run from start to finish. Um, I, I just, I don't know. Saladin Ahmed is a good writer. Salahuddin, if I want to get touched on, but uh, yeah, uh, he's a good writer and. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 the, 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 the clone saga for Miles was surprisingly enjoyable, and it wasn't very messy at all. Not at and, all. And I don't know. Just I did just he get his own like, Boba Fett out of it or anything like that or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got his own Glorp, man. That's the thing. Okay. And uh, yeah, and um, I think this is gonna be one of those runs that when people look back on it when when Saladin leaves, they're gonna be like, this is a classic Spider-Man run. This is like Definitely. this is like an amazing, like awesome Spider-Man run. True, especially if you're new to Miles, it's it's a great, like it's a great great run. It, it, yeah, this is like the the kind of Miles run I would give to to kids and and other folks interested in in like the video games. You know, people who recently just played the video yeah. games. I'd give them this as a starter because it's such a good starting point. You know, with number one moving forward, can't praise this run enough. I'm really enjoying it. It's on my pool, and uh, yeah, moving on, we've. Talked about this one so many times today because, you know, the boys couldn't stop ranting. And that's got to give you an idea because these guys don't even know much about Moon Knight. But Moon Knight number six, like we've, we've got two guys here who haven't even read. Have you guys even read a lot of Moon Knight before? I read like the first four issues. Never like a, yeah, never like a solo Moon Knight series. It was always like him with. So that guy, it gives you an idea of how good this Moon Knight series must be for some two guys to be ranting about Moon Knight who've never even read like much Moon Knight before, and it's only right? been two issues so far so yeah. or three so. That, that, that issue with the sweat gave me Petros vibes man. That, shit, <laughs> that shit gave me like a bit I of haven't forgotten about the high sweat school. yeah that sweat <laughs> thing was creepy as hell not gonna lie but that yeah, uh, creepy yeah no this, this Moon Knight thing is awesome this one's great um, Moon Knight's just one of those heroes I feel like where most of the recent runs like since his since he he's you know been created have awesome covers have Great writers and great creative teams, great stories. Like I don't know, man. Moon Knight's just one of those heroes, like Daredevil. Just a lot of good, consistent work across the years, and that makes me happy. I'm definitely picking up these uh, these issues. And Matt, what do you think? We go get these signed next time Jed's at the store? Cause uh, I don't know, man. This is a, looks like it's gonna might be another good, you know, Moon Knight run. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to like I I'm gonna have like a just like a, a Jed McKay box of comics where I have like all my black cats and uh, you know all that stuff and just bring it on into uh, Callus Dismay. But yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be uh yeah definitely. And the are the covers have been insane. Like I think it's the cover A for for uh, issue two was I think that's my favorite. But like the art in general and the covers have just been sick. As hell. Yeah, you know that panel inside um issue number two where when he grabs the guy and takes him into like the moon knight spirit world and he's mm-hmm. in, he has his entire like spirit form enlarged yeah. like looking at the guy they made a late print of issue number two and that's the cover and mm. i bought that and i'm just like so excited to get that cover because that was such a cool panel from the book Do you know what i mean yeah yeah definitely it's been far out it's literally i mean it's like trippy as hell it's seeing like and it's almost like rorschach like uh, you're not trapped in here with me i'm you know, i'm not trapped in here with you you're trapped in here with me like you don't yeah. know how crazy i am <laughs> like don't even mess with me yeah 
Next, Phoenix Song Echo number three. So I was very interested to see Echo see get uh, so sorry to see Echo get the Phoenix power from that Avengers run. I knew they were gonna get it, give it to like a fringe character or someone we wouldn't expect. I was very surprised to see Echo to be honest. Some people did predict Echo, so cool to see that. I'm a huge fan of Echo. I think she's just such a cool character. I'm so excited. I was so giddy to see her again in the Hawkeye trailer, even just that split second shot. I've recently been, you know, picking up anything Echo I can because I'm just so into the character. I think it's one of the more underrated characters in Marvel, and I'm really excited. I think this is going to be her first solo title ever, so it might be worth it to pick up a few copies of number one. And I heard that there's going to be a new uh, Native American character potentially in number one, an ally of hers called River. So okay, I'm 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 definitely getting a few copies of number one, and I'm super looking forward to this series. I just I'm I can't wait for it. Yeah, uh, hear, hearing impaired people, your time is now. I mean, even uh, Hawkeye in the show, it looks like he's got the hearing aids too. So it looks like yeah. the events of Endgame, like the tower coming down on him, actually like gave him a hearing loss when Thanos blew the tower down on him. So you know that and Echo and stuff like that. So even the Eternals, you have uh, the first deaf character in the MCU. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So very very much looking forward to that for so many different reasons. But yeah, we've got Avengers number fifty one from Jason Aaron and. This is going to be the next issue after the big oversized number 750, which is going to have like these new villains that are multiversal or whatever. So I might check that out just to see residual heat. But it does sound cool because it says the death hunt begins sent by the mysterious Avenger Prime from Great Watchtower to Dark Heart of all that is. The cybernetic soldiers known as the Deathlocks have come to our Earth with a dire warning for the Avengers. So, I think they, uh, yeah. they teased it in the free, in the free comic, comic book day. Right? day. Yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. that awesome? That was, was pretty, pretty cool. cool. It was yeah, pretty so, cool, yeah. So I might check this out and see, but overall, this Avengers run, even though I'm a big, big, I see Echo on the cover, so I might check it out just for that too, (laughs) but uh, overall, yeah, I'm probably going to buy it just for Echo, just for you, baby, but yeah, I'm going (laughs) to, yeah, uh, I'm not going to, what do you call it, um, lie, I haven't loved this Avengers run, even though I'm a big fan of Jason Aaron, like, Matt knows how much I love the God of Thunder run, that run really, Mm -hmm. like, got me back into comics uh, a few years ago, and I don't know, like, I, I, I haven't enjoyed this Avengers run. It's been very up and down. There's been some really good streaks, and then it just becomes dog shit, and then it becomes, in, in like, corrigible, and then becomes, like, good again. And it's just been, like, real, too many up and down, but uh, too much up and down. But uh, I'll, I'll give this a try, and I know that's the trap, but I'll give it a, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. Uh, anything, any other titles someone want to bring up? Uh, there's King. King's King the cool. number five. Yeah, that title looks so, cool, man. That sorry, that cover looks cool. Yeah, King's been so really five cool. Five issue miniseries. Uh, number two just came out this week. Did you like cool. number two? I haven't read it yet, but I kind of saw some spoilers. Um, <laughs> yeah. We get yeah, Conchu so, in number well, two, so we get well, some Moon Knight yeah, stuff. Yeah, Ravana is the the new Moon Knight in the yep. issue. Yeah. And they still say the art's amazing. The art's amazing in this series. Yeah, and they have 2021 dialogue in Egyptian times where they say my truth. So (laughs) that stood out to me. Like that's my one nitpick. Is like no one's talking like that in ancient Egypt, and they're not speaking English either. But you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Other than that, I'm digging the hell out of it. Like poor Kang. Like it's spoilers if you're not listening, not reading it. But like Kang, don't fall in love. (laughs) It's like it does not turn out well so far. 
So yeah, yeah, I'm not even going to get into heavy spoilers. But yeah, definitely check it out. The art's been awesome, and the, the writing has been on point. Yeah, very much in your own gang. And then Defenders, number four, for those of you who are into more of the strange aspect of the multiverse and the Marvel Universe, um, I've been really... I like I like Ali Wing. I'm, I know the Mortal Hulk waned a little bit towards the middle of the run, but overall, I think it's a solid run, one of the best you know modern runs of the last few years. And... I'm I've enjoyed the first two issues of this Defender series, and I'm I'm looking forward to the the whole thing. I think I'm gonna pick up the whole thing. I read the first one; it was really good, and I'm looking. I gotta catch up and read the second one. So yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, moving on, we got Fantastic Four thirty nine. I'm not the biggest fan of Dan Slott. I didn't know, so I'm <laughs> skipping this. But uh, what are you guys? You guys, you guys interested in Fantastic Four or skip? Yeah, no, I'm not skipping Fantastic Four yeah. now. Yeah, I, I too am probably going to pass on it. Darkhawk number five. So we've got Kyle Higgins of Radiant Black. And um, I'm really interested in this issue because, first of all, I'm a huge Darkhawk fan. Huge. I've like, I, I just love Darkhawk. I've, I've loved Darkhawk long before uh, this, like the Chris Powell Darkhawk. I'm really looking forward to this Darkhawk. I know it's a different uh, Darkhawk, the new take, but I honestly really enjoyed the first issue. I even got that 150. I was like, fuck it because I liked it so much, but uh, it says here in the solicit, and this has me very intrigued, someone very close to the new Darkhawk has been killed, and the murderers are finally within his grasp for revenge. But will this defining moment set him up to be Marvel's great next hero, next great hero, or its next great villain? And I'm like, shit, you know, with the bullshit, or not, well, it's not bullshit, but with the craziness that Kyle Higgins pulled in Radiant Black 4, and, you know, I'm not going to spoil that, but, you know, if you know, you know, you know, m- might he just turn you know the new dark hawk into a villain i don't know but i'm i'm Maybe. definitely picking up this entire miniseries i saw that issue number two gets miles we get miles in number two and i'm just like all about that so i'm excited for dark hawk yeah i the, i didn't think of the villain thing till you mentioned it but you know like disease and things like that could make you desperate and make you do things you might not normally do if he's looking for a cure or a way to cope with it so who knows i think that'd be an a direction that no one's expecting so i kind of think that they might not go that route but you never know higgins is chock full of twists as we've seen so who knows yeah and so this one's unexpected but i felt like it might be important to bring it up just because it's so fucking cool iron man number 15 we've got this gorgeous gorgeous breathtaking cosmic earth shattering literally cover where we've got Iron God fighting Korvac, and this is the solicit. Iron Man has become the Iron God. Only trouble is Korvac has once again become cosmic as well. Their conflict now spills out across the multiverse or universe as both new, na, newly non-invincible entities vie for absolute dominance. What does it look like when two massive egos with celestial side abilities, uh, sized abilities duke it out? What kind of havoc does it cause as they tear through galaxies and dimensions? And how can a handful of tiny humans stop them in hope of saving their old friend Tony Stark? Look, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on in this run, but I saw that key collector ping for like Iron God in issue 14, and I saw this cover for 15, and I'm picking up both. I don't even care about Iron Man, but this just sounds cool. I love Cosmic Marvel. This just looks awesome. The cover looks insane. I'm going to check it's this Alex out. Ross. Alex Ross, of course. I'm checking this out. Yeah, Alex Ross, you know, doesn't miss. And that sounds mildly epic. Sounds like it's bigger than a little, uh, you know, Hell's Kitchen drama or something. So, yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, moving on. 
We've got Thor number 20, Donny Cates, Nick Klein. Nick Klein's back on art duties, it seems. Cool cover from Nick Klein. We've got Sword wielding Thor, so it seems like Mjolnir's still out of his grasp. And, um, yeah, God of Hammers, part two of five. Mjolnir is on a rampage across the realms and is leaving death and destruction in its path. Thor must act fast to save his kingdom before the deadly prophecy of the God of Hammers is about to be unleashed. So I feel like, like one thing I personally don't like is when writers have this like theme or this clear focus in their run and clearly the focus of the thor run revolves around the idea of being worthy kingship um inheritance uh, and mjolnir like those are the big resonating themes of this thor run that seem to be like reverberating throughout the entire run because we've gone through arc to arc but it seems like it keeps coming back to Thor losing his hammer and then some sort of Thanos getting an infinity hammer and kicking his ass. I kind of want to see, like, I want some answers sooner than later. And I don't mean, like, give me the resolution with Thanos, but I mean, like, like okay, get to the point of why the hammer is acting this way or something. Because, like, once you crumb bread it like Immortal Hulk does for too long, it kind of starts to, you know, become stale. So yeah, I hope it doesn't take forever to get, you know, to the bottom of this thing, but... I am. I have been excited for this. It's been a solid run of Thor from Donny Cates. There have been some lulls, especially when like that Aziz guy became Thor for a minute. Like I, I thought that was like silly, but to each their own. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna continue to pick this up. I'm not specking on it nearly as much as I was in the craziness, you know, during the earliness, early parts of the pandemic, and yeah, back when you know people were really on top of this. But it's still Donny Cates. It's still been fun, and Thor's awesome. Yeah, no, no arguments here. Strange Academy number fourteen. So, I am picking this up. One. I think, yeah, I think this is gonna be a big one. I'm gonna pick up multiple copies of this, at least two or three, because first of all, we've got a cover with some of the characters from Strange Academy, and they're all aged up in the future. And it says, "This is it, the issue that you'll be looking on back on five, ten, fifteen years from now. See the future of Strange Academy and the Marvel Universe. You won't believe your eyes." I'll pick it up two or three copies of this. I feel like we might get a surprise, whether, you know, whatever, it's related to Strange Academy or not. I think it's going to be cool. I've really been enjoying Strange Academy. Um, Ali's been asking me for a new run to read because he's been caught up on most of the titles. I recommend you read Strange Academy. I love it. It's just like, it's one of those titles that's not necessarily like the best title you've ever read, but it's just so much fun. It's just so pure. It's very like lighthearted. You know, it knows what it is. It doesn't try to go beyond that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very Harry Potter Marvel, and it's just fun. They really do like just have a good time. I recommend it. I really enjoy the artwork uh, by Humberto Ramos. If you're a Spider-Man fan, you know Humberto Ramos. He's done so much Spider-Man. And I think this is the perfect kind of book for Humberto Ramos's art style to really shine. I think Spider-Man, his Spider-Man takes some getting used to, even though I think it's cool and dynamic. But I really, really love his Strange Academy. So I think... This is a title. If you haven't checked out, check it out. This was like a huge hit when it came out. You know what I mean? Like the print count wasn't huge. It was kind of slept on actually, but everyone found out about it and there was multiple printings and people love this title now. It does have a lot of good spec potential, like the number one, because there are a lot of first appearances. It has Disney Plus written all over it. Oh, yeah. And- I, I like it more than Titans Academy personally. I feel like it's more fleshed out and I just like what they do with like the classes and stuff like that. And they have the like the itinerary or the um, 
uh, syllabus, I guess, or just like the lineup of who's teaching what and stuff like that at the end of some issues and like stuff like that that really, you know, give a bit more depth to the school and actually make it feel like an actual like school where people are learning and figuring all this stuff with, uh, you know, Scarlet Witch and Agatha and all that stuff. They've done the same thing in Teen Titans Academy. Not as much. Not as much. I, I missed that. Haven't read that. Not haven't as much. Not, maybe the yearbook uh, issue, but one issue of uh, trying to flesh out something does not uh, give it that much flesh. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I definitely no. agree. There's been less focus on the students, but you know, it's still been pretty solid. I feel like a lot of people just shit on DC for the sake of shitting on DC. It's, like honestly, like it's it's not as good as strange academy for sure but it's not bad at all it's definitely in the same league. Oh, i'm not saying it's bad for sure yeah. and you can't go wrong it's like marvel or dc it's legit legit like there's good stuff in both and both those series are something good different structure different folks and you know strange academy just kind of got me and it's had twice as many issues i think so oh yeah you yeah know. so december is going to be another big month for star wars and we got star wars crimson rain number one um, so we're getting Lady Kira-centered event, and after the War of the Bounty Hunters, you know, we, she became a big player, and I think, I, I haven't seen the Solo movie, but is Lady Kira the lady, uh, is that, is she, was she in the Solo movie? Yeah, she's Khaleesi, uh, in the Yeah, Solo, she's, yeah. yeah, okay, so that's why she looks so much like her, okay, so yeah, Khaleesi is like the new big character of the Star Wars universe in the comics, so a lot of centered around her. Uh, comic event that's gonna look interesting i'll probably check out issue one but i feel like there's been so many star wars comics recently i have a bit of star wars fatigue personally like i've been trying to keep up with all the high republic all these first appearances but there's just so many books and i can't afford it so i dropped high republic i dropped a few star wars titles recently but i will be picking up anything if i see that it's interesting are you guys any star wars or Uh, star wars lost me after the last couple of movies yeah, yeah. Um, the con- I've liked the um, uh, Sully's, uh, if that's how you pronounce it, his Star Wars run and stuff like that. Or the Bounty Hunter. Uh, there's a lot of tie-ins, there's a lot to do. I was enjoying it. Um, I will probably get back on the saddle. I, I stopped around the like the the first uh, Doc Off uh, Afro tie-in, so I, I will go back and do that because it was pretty interesting. But yeah, they're definitely oversaturating the hell of everything with Star Wars. You got like this big event. You've got what Darth Vader. You've got you've got uh, the Star Wars regular series. You've got Bounty Hunters. You've got High Republic, and then High Republic has spinoffs as well and like other tie-ins. So like there is a lot, and that's without considering Mar- like other Marvel main titles where there's like a ton. Like I didn't even look at that when I said I'm going to be spending like $300 on Marvel in <laughs> in December. So you know if you're trying to like get a taste of everything in comics, like Jesus, Marvel is really putting out a ton of stuff. And hey, you know it's good. More content is good, but it's just hard to keep up and buy when it's out and when it's new yeah so that's the solicits for all three ladies and gentlemen we're going to end it with a recommendation from the three of us from each company uh my recommendation for a recommendation uh, so basically all three of us are going to give one book that we recommend for the spec of the month and our opinions for dc marvel and image my recommendation for image is uh wait, where is it firepower number 18 so firepower number 18 the unthinkable has happened the world has changed for the johnson family for the temple of the flaming fist for the scorched earth clan for everyone on earth this will be a major turning point for the series who have been warned i don't know i just feel like kirkman you know he could be bullshitting because he bullshits a lot but he got me with that one he hasn't you know fucked around with any of the other solicits in this series so I'm, he hasn't lied about Oblivion yeah. Song when he said this yeah. is a big deal, so I trust him. Yeah, 
that's my recommendation for image for uh, Marvel. My recommendation is going to be, um, well, for this month, I would say it's going to, this one's tough because there's just so many good, great books coming out. But um, I'll say Devil's Reign, number one, just because it's been a minute since we've gotten a really good Marvel event in terms of both writing and artwork. I feel like while King and Black, the artwork was amazing and it started out really well. I personally didn't really enjoy the ending. I thought the ending was a bit disappointing. And I think, you know, Chip Zdarsky is really building something here with this whole Daredevil run, which is going to end very soon. And on the heels of that run, we're getting this Devil's Reign. So I'm recommending Devil's Reign number one. It could be the next, you know, great Marvel event. And it's been a minute since we've gotten an actual really, really good Marvel event. Um, For DC, I'm going to recommend Bad Girls number one, just because I think... While, you know, the obvious recommendations would be something like Batman number 118 for the first appearance of Abyss or something like that. You know, actually, actually here, I'm going to risk that. I'm going to go with Future State Gotham number eight because I think people love Joker and I think nobody nobody's reading Future State Gotham number eight. Like who's actually reading Future State Gotham? I know none of us are. Really? I, I just <laughs> rec- literally just picked up the issues the other day just to see what the buzz was about. And because there were some Rose Besh variants, but nobody's reading future state gotham i don't even know why they would have future state title out right now and i can't see anyone like wanting to read a future state title right now so the idea of a new joker intrigues me even though i think the design looks kind of stupid to be honest like when you see the picture it looks really like over the top tell us how you really feel it just looks i'm just kidding (laughs) look at it it looks hilarious but i'm excited for it and i'm going to be picking up a few copies those are my three recommendations uh you can go next uh, for image, I'll probably say Stray Dogs. Um, mm-hmm. For me, five issues alone wasn't enough. It's good to get a little bit more. So definitely check that out. Check out the actual series first, though. Um, for DC, I'll have to go with probably Nightwing. It's been pretty enjoyable so far. Like I said, I don't read much DC, but Nightwing has been pretty damn good so far. And for Marvel... Mm, I mean, I'm inclined to say Miles because it's been like one of the best runs I've read uh, recently. But also this whole Iron Man cosmic god thing sounds pretty cool. So I checked that out as well. Mm, Good call. Um, Mine. okay, so I'm a company man. I got to say this Radiant Black uh, 11 or whatever (laughs) issue. No, it looks sweet. But obviously, if you're looking for spec, I mean, I don't care about money. I don't care about materials. I'm really just going to start giving away my stuff. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, and I mean, you never know. I mean, uh, no, but uh, if we're talking like what you actually like, obviously Radiant Black is bringing the heat. It could be a new character. It could be interesting. And I'm going to do another image one, you know, that Ice Cream Man uh, 28, you know, I hear Ice Cream Man stabs him with a creamsicle in this one. So you can't miss that. Um, Marvel, <laughs> I'm taking Bash's spec on this. No, uh, Strange Academy because it's better than Titan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but Strange <laughs> Academy, who knows? It could be a, a big issue. So uh, that could be pretty sweet. And for DC, I mean, you got to go with the, the the Swamp Thing, right? I mean, uh, Ron V is going to end it, and I think he's going to do something amazing because uh, he's killing it. So I got to go with uh, Alec Holland. Uh, not even Alec Holland. Uh, Levy, I can never pronounce it, whether Levi or Levy. It's Levy Camille or whatever. But, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, that wrap up, and hopefully we get uh, more Swamp Thing in the future. Yeah, and there you have it, folks. Thank you for joining me, guys. That was awesome. Stay radiant.